You're listening to the Faith Roots Audio Podcast with Pastor Willie George. You can watch the full video version of this episode and join the conversation with your comments on the Faith Roots YouTube channel. Simply search Faith Roots on YouTube and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Now, here's Pastor Willie George with today's message. Welcome to the Faith Roots Podcast. This is our third lesson in this series, The Children's Ministry of Jesus. I'm reading from Ephesians 4, and this is our foundation. We're going to cover it thoroughly this week. And He, this is Jesus, Himself, and again, the, the personal pronoun Himself is put there to make emphasis because He personally did all of this. He gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers. Now, the reason I emphasize that is because he stood in every one of these offices for the equipping of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. So Christ operated as an apostle, Hebrews 3.1. He was a prophet, Matthew 13.57. And he is now being called an evangelist. Let me read to you from Luke 8.1. Now it came to pass afterward that he went through every city and village preaching and bringing the glad tidings of the kingdom of God. Now, it doesn't call him uh, an evangelist, but it describes him doing the work of the evangelist. The words glad tidings are from the Greek word euangelizo, which means to announce good news. W. Vine says it is any message designed to cheer those who receive it. Now, think about this. In ancient times, kings and generals sent messengers to their subjects with good news. If there was a battle that was fought that was far away from the home country, the king or the general would send messengers back to the population. And these messengers would appear and shout out the good news. They may not go into a whole lot of detail. They just might say that the king won the war, there was a great victory, uh, he will be returning home with spoils. I mean, they, there are a number of things they could have said, but they typically wouldn't go into great detail. They just would announce something that would cheer your heart and make you excited. You can see the nature of this in the announcement of the angels. And uh, we're going to go to the book of Luke chapter 2. And it's interesting to me that the work of the evangelist that is spoken of in Luke 8.1 is foreshadowed by the work of the angels in Luke's gospel chapter 2 because what they're doing here is the work of the evangelist. Now let me read to you Luke 2.8. Now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. And if you could read this in the Greek, you would see that word that I gave you a while ago, which I'm not going to try to butcher again. Uh, but there it is. It's good tidings, and it is evangelo, and it means good news. And he says, for there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. Now, this is interesting to me. 
that when the good news is proclaimed to people who have not heard it, there is a sign to go along with it. Now, now pay attention to this, because this will answer a question that many of you have had. It seems that the greatest signs and wonders that have happened, not just in recent times, but down through the centuries with the body of Christ, have happened when people were hearing the gospel for the first time. Once you've become a veteran and you've heard over and over again, typically you will not experience signs and wonders like people who are hearing the gospel message for the first time. That's why the greatest flow of the supernatural gifts of the Holy Spirit happen on what I call the gospel frontier, where people are hearing things for the first time. And you can see it here at the beginning of the gift of the evangelist. And these angels are serving as, or actually there's just one speaking, and others will come and witness what he says. But he not only says there's some good news here, but he says this will be the sign to you. You'll find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes lying in a manger. Suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. This had to happen uh, because the prophets said that all the angels would praise him and glorify him. And it's also written in Hebrews. It was fulfilled. Hebrews describes it. That means that every angel that there was, all of them, participated in this. Now, the announcing angel is not named. Uh, before, when Gabriel appears and talks to Joseph and Mary, uh, he's identified. This angel is not identified. It's my personal belief that this is Michael the archangel uh, because uh, Michael is considered the, the lead angel of the armies of heaven. That's not the title that is given to Gabriel. He is God's personal angel sent from the throne. Uh, but this angel is accompanied by a multitude of the heavenly hosts. All right, let's keep reading. So it was when the angels had gone away, this is Luke 2.15, in from them to heaven that the shepherds said one to another, let us now go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. And they came with haste. And they found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in the manger. Now when they had seen him, they made widely known the saying which was told them concerning this child. And interesting, the saying, it wasn't the doctrine, it was the saying that they made widely known. Now, now there's element of doctrine in all of it, but the point that I want to make is the evangelist has a mission, it's a very focused mission, and that is to bring good news to a group of people who haven't heard it. And this is uh, what you see here. These shepherds had not heard this. The angel invaded their space to tell them this good news. That's what an evangelist does. An evangelist um, invades the space, a place of darkness. He invades it, and he gives good news to people who are there who have not heard that good news. So when they had seen them, they made widely known the saying, I was saved through the ministry of an evangelist who came into the darkness of my world, my school, 
and then ultimately in a church in my neighborhood. And I went and heard him preach, and it made a difference in my life. Is how I came to Christ. Now, before Luke's Gospel, chapter 8 and verse 1, let me read it to you again. Now, it came to pass afterward that he, Jesus, went throughout every city and village preaching and bringing the glad tidings of the kingdom of God. That's when he launched into the ministry of the evangelists. Before then, his ministry was focused largely around the Sea of Galilee and around Capernaum. And so now that he's going to all these other places, he's not able to do as much intensive teaching that he did early with Capernaum, but he is going and sharing the good news. And so uh, we see that he is a traveler in this sense, and that's the work of the ministry of the evangelist. He's a traveler. Now, listen to Isaiah 52 and verse 7. How beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of him who brings good news, who proclaims peace, who brings glad tidings of good things, who proclaims salvation, who says to Zion, your God reigns. Now, this is the idea that's being communicated here, that the messenger of the day would come, and he would make haste, he would rush into an area. He isn't going to go into great detail about everything. He is going to give the general message, it's okay. Our king went to war, he won a battle, and everything is fine. He is the victor. It's just a brief proclamation. And the Bible says that this is a beautiful moment, and the feet of the people are where? on the mountains. Now, why would these evangelists be on the mountains? It is because they have the capability of reaching the greatest number of people with their voices if they're up high, as opposed to being down in a valley. So when I said earlier in my teaching that the evangelist is like the middle finger, that means that he has a gift. He has a knack an ability to capture the imagination, not just of the church, but of a community, of an area. He has a bigger-than-life personality. Evangelists are intimidators. When I say they're intimidators, they are not the least bit afraid of the world. They, they are not intimidated by news media, people. They know how to handle that. They've just got this amazing gift for going face-to-face -face with the toughest people in the neighborhood. And they are going to spread this good news from the mountaintop. And so don't be surprised when you see an evangelist who has this ability to make a big splash. And then the other thing is they always come with signs. And that's what you see with the apostle, or with the angels rather, who came to the shepherds. They came not only with good news, but they came with signs. And the evangelist is known also by those great signs that he does. Well, that's all the time that I have for today. Uh, but I did want you to know that Jesus was an evangelist. We'll pick up here tomorrow and talk about what else he was. I want to thank you for watching our podcast today. And if you really liked it, would you please give us a little thumbs up by clicking on that sign down below. And then I would encourage you to subscribe to our channel so you don't miss any of our future podcasts because they're all going to be good. 
And if you would like to support us financially, either with a one-time gift or recurring gift, you can do that by clicking on the link below or going to myfaithroots.com. Thank you so much for watching this program. We hope this message has been a blessing to you. Ratings and reviews help us reach more people. So take a moment to leave a review on your podcast app and consider sharing an episode with a friend or family member that needs to be built up and encouraged in the Lord today. Thank you for listening.